Hey, this is your love coach, Jackie Lore, and you're listening to the Crazy Love or Nothing podcast, where you learn to stop tolerating bullshit and find the crazy love you truly deserve. Okay, we have to talk about Love is Blind. And I know that some of you may watch it, some of you don't, but I have to tell you because this is gold. It is kind of like this crazy idea where you meet someone never in person, right? You're talking to them through a wall and um, you never see them. You don't talk about physical attributes at all. You get to know each other for who you really are. And if you fall in love, and want to get married, you propose (laughs) through the wall. Like, you know, you never get to see them. You don't see them until wedding, until after you proposed, and then you actually get to see them. Now, look, I, what I love about this show so much, it does sound a little bit absurd and crazy, right? But what I do absolutely love is that it's so big on the emotional connection, Okay, so this show Love is Blind is on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, I really think you should see it because um, when I talk to you guys about connecting emotionally with someone, like what does that look like? You know, sometimes you're just like, you don't even get that. Like, you know, and I don't blame you for it because we are so wired and like, okay, yeah, keep everything on the surface and you don't go deep. And love is blind is all about going deep, like immediately, you know, this is, and I love that. This is what I'm all about. I always tell my clients, you guys, everybody, you know, there's nothing to be scared of. It's better to be real honest about who you are and scare the wrong guys away. And then it leaves space for the right guy. So Love is Blind does this, right? Um, and listen, this is might be some spoiler alerts or whatever, um, and it doesn't even matter. Like, it really doesn't. Like, I could tell you the ending, and you still should watch it, and you still will love it. Um, I really feel like you can't ruin this show, you know? Um, but there's some couples that form, and it speaks volumes on so many things that I know we all do. You know, like for example, Colleen, okay? Colleen was like told from some of the guys that she's, you know, very surface level. She doesn't know how to get deep. And she, she really was like having a really hard time doing that. And I feel that you, all, so many of you out there are having a hard time doing it because we are so wired, right? Like I was saying, to be surface bullshit. So Colleen, poor thing, she's like really hurt and sad because she's getting rejected from a couple guys and um, she's like, you know, what's wrong with me? Then she meets Matt, a really nice guy who makes it feel safe for her to really share and be more vulnerable, you know? And this is what I'm trying to say, like that little moment with Colleen and that whole time with her. She was feeling rejected, feeling like, what's wrong with me? I'm not able to go deep. But that's, I'm trying to flip the mindset here, right? If someone tells you, yeah, I'm trying to have a real conversation with you, like, well, you have nothing else to say, like, you're so surface, you're not deep at all. And that's not on you. 
you know, she was really trying, but like if someone's not making it a safe place for you where you want to be open and vulnerable, it's bye-bye time. You know this. And I, you know, Colleen's kind of on the younger side. I think she's like 25 or something. And actually, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure, but she's in her 20s. And she felt like, what's wrong with me? And this is where I feel like I am trying to push you and so many women to think there is nothing wrong with you. Okay. And now let's think about Colleen, how she connected on an emotional level with Matt because Matt's freaking awesome. Oh my gosh, I absolutely love Matt. And Matt was talking about how he was cheated on in his past relationship. And that story you have to hear, it's awesome. And she then says, I have never done that and I would never do that. That's totally like just, you know, and he reassured, she reassured him kind of like that's not, like she has his moral compass and she's not able to cheat on somebody and that's never going to happen. And he just felt so much more like secure in that conversation, in that relationship. They were talking about this like first hour in. Do you know what I mean? Like they're talking about these deep, you know, the deep hurt that they have gone through. And I feel like a lot of times people are like, oh, don't talk about your exes. Don't talk about your past. And no, it's bullshit. I feel like, yes, talk about things. Because you know what? To Matt, he was really hurt from his ex who cheated on him. And you know what? He's scared that he's going to go out with somebody that has that same kind of quality that like, oh, she's cheated on all her exes and that's what she does. And he's putting it out there like that's a fear of his, you know? I feel that what he did was so like the way of, okay, let's be authentic. Let's be honest. Let's be vulnerable from the jump. And guess what? You know, yeah, well, spoiler alert, like happily ever after for them, you know, because they really went in full, like deep end and they clicked and they were like, oh my gosh, I see you. I feel the pain that you've been through and I've got you, right? It's like, okay, how many times have you gone on a date with a guy and you're like, well, let me not talk about that. Let me not say this. Oh, let me not talk about like all my pain from the past. That's like baggage. No, that's your story. Like that's your freaking beautiful story. And you, you know what? Like this is what makes you, you. You've gone through all these things. Own it. Say it and be like, you know, I've gone through this and I've learned. And you know what? Like looking back, I probably saw some red flags that, you know, he was a cheating bastard and I stayed with him. But like, you know, what I'm trying to say is that you live and learn and saying things vulnerably and openly from the beginning. And I'm talking about first date or first chatting as you're chatting with them, you know, online or wherever, you know, talk about the real things. You know, not just the freaking weather. So Love is Blind does this so freaking beautifully. Um, he, You'll see some other couples that I absolutely love, Alexa and Brennan. And they're so precious. They're so freaking cute. They're crazy about each other. And I just feel like they were just themselves, completely unapologetically themselves. And they adored each other like exactly for who they are, you know, he like, I, I, I forgot exactly what dish it was, but she, he can make some special dish that nobody knows. And she, that, like, she's like, oh my gosh, this guy, like, this is a keeper kind of like, you know, I just feel like there's 
something about this show that really lends to, okay, put your heart on your sleeve. Don't be so guarded. Like we live in this world of like, don't trust anyone. Everyone's going to wrong you. Hide. And that's like, you're never going to be able to fall in love with anybody if you're so guarded. And if you're not showing up like, like yourself. So this show, I know like Nick, Nick Lachey and Vanessa, I believe her surname. Oh my God. I hope I got her name. Lachey. They're like so cute. And I love that they're doing this and they feel like it just seems like they really care about love, you know, and they want people to find love. And it's just like, it's the sweetest thing because that's what I'm about. I feel like, oh my gosh, this show is so great for that. That being said, there's some major hot ass messes <laughs> on the show and it's like hysterical and you have to see it because you'll see some people really full of shit. Like it's so obvious. Like this is the other beautiful part of the show that I think that, you know, you could watch it and you're like, oh my God, like, let me take notes into like how I can put myself out there to emotionally connect with people, right? And what things can you share about yourself that really, you know, give space for that person to share about themselves, right? So you'll see it like happening, but then you'll also see the people are, that are so full of shit. Like, and it's like, oh my God, like Andrew, this guy was just such, oh my God, like a bullshitter. And he just was never authentic and never believable. I never believed him. I was like, what is up with this guy? And he even like puts um, these teardrops, like eye drops in his eyes I, to make it seem, I think like he's crying. Like it's so, you know, when he was doing his like confidential, like one-on-one -on -one. and it's just like, he's so full of shit. Um, so yeah, I love that also because then you can really start to tell, oh my gosh, this is someone being really honest and emotional and open. And this is someone that's totally full of shit. And I want you to think about when you are talking to people, like, are you like an Andrew? Like, I hope not. <laughs> like, Don't be an Andrew. Like, this is like fake bullshit. No, you want to be like really open, you know, and, and show up like that. Okay, wait. So, okay. So now we, we've covered that. Nancy had her chance with Andrew. She said no to Andrew. He actually proposed. It's hilarious. Um, and then she says yes to Bartiz. And um, I told you guys, it's a spoiler alert, whatever. But it doesn't matter. You still have to watch the show. <laughs> Can I give you homework? This is homework. Um, this is Bartiz. You can't. Okay. This is exactly what I'm so passionately telling you guys. You know, people can be so all about the physical. And Bartiz was that guy. And the way that he talked to Nancy. Okay. It really, you know, resonated in me because I have felt like that. I felt like Nancy. Where Bartiz ends up seeing Nancy. He proposes. They get, you know, they're, they're on their way to get married. And, you know, they're talking and he sees the other girl, Raven, that he was dating um, through the wall, right? He finally sees Raven and sees how gorgeous she is and makes sure that Nancy knows it. Like tells Nancy, wow, when I saw Raven, like that was wow, like she's smoking and she's amazing and like wow that makes sense me and her we're both like really healthy and really in shape and there's Nancy feeling like shit and feeling like what's 
Like, I'm not enough. Like, I'm not good enough. And her face, it was so heartbreaking to see her just listening, you know, and, and taking this bullshit from this guy. This is the moment where I would have been, well, I would have said bye-bye to Bartice a long time ago, but that would be the 100% the moment where Nancy would have been bye-bye because you don't ever want to be in a relationship with someone that is going to make you feel like that, feel like, oh my, you're not good enough. You're not hot enough. That girl is hotter than you. I'm settling for this. That was hotter. And, you know, and he, it's just bullshit. And it's honestly very immature. Bartiz is so immature. He's so childish. And, um, you know, we can't change Bartiz. You know, he's on his journey. But Nancy didn't have to stay with him. You know, he really, she really didn't. She could have said, you know what? I am so worthy of more than this. And I need to walk away from this and I deserve more. No, I want to be absolutely loved for exactly who I am and never made to feel like I'm not enough. Like, I want you to think about your relationships, right? Your past. Have you ever been 100%? I feel like the answer is already yes, but just think about it. I need you to think about it because if we don't pause and, and think about, okay, wait, have you ever been with ex relationships where they look at you and talk to you, compare you to other women, say something where making you feel like you're not pretty enough, you're not thin enough, you're not hot enough, your body isn't like exactly the way they want it. Like those things really do a number on your self-esteem. You know, especially when you love somebody and you will do anything for them and you see them like they're so perfect. Like you, you wouldn't change anything about them. And then they're looking at you with like a list of things that they would change about you. And it's like physical bullshit, like all the physical stuff. And you stay with them and that only messes with your self-esteem, you know? So poor Nancy, I will not tell you what happens there. You have to see that because Nancy's in that kind of toxic relationship that's really hurting her and you got to see what happens at the altar, okay? Um, the other one, okay, stop everything, okay? Cole, like Cole is just so immature. You know, I feel like this is something that when you're watching it, and I want to know, like when you're watching it and you see Cole and you see Bartiz, like are these the guys that you're seeing out there? Because they really come off like douchebags. <laughs> you know, like they really come off like, you know, really shallow, really all about the physical. They're not, you know, just like self-absorbed. They don't have empathy. They don't really know how to put themselves in someone else's shoes. You know, like they're like really young in their mind. Like I feel like age normally doesn't play a role in things because I believe that, you know, you can be an old soul, right? You can have gone through a lot. Fine. But these guys really come off as douchebags, like immature, and they are destroying, or at least intending, like they don't mean to be assholes, right? But they really are destroying the self-esteem of the women that they're dating. Like Zeneb, she's absolutely beautiful, absolutely wonderful, and Cole makes her feel like she's not good enough. And compares her to Colleen and all this, like, you'll see it. And it's like, oh my gosh, like you want, and what's absolutely even like, what I, I hope happens when you're watching 
you want to scream at Zenab and you and you want to scream at um you know Nancy and it's like run girl like what are you doing like you're so you're too good for him but no that's not what happens like you got to see the show but like they're like tolerating this nastiness and the more you tolerate the more you feel less than and it's a cycle that will continue forever more it's you know it takes effort it takes a, a level of self-awareness you have to be always striving to grow and be like call yourself out and i hope that zenab and nancy are seeing the recording right of how they retreated and they know that you know what as awful and this is gonna be a little harsh but i don't give a shit i have to say it as much as cole was kind of a douche and so was bartice i feel that zenob could have walked away a long time ago right and so could have nancy and they didn't and that is what's more alarming to me. The alarming part isn't about Bartiz and Cole being assholes, shallow, self-absorbed, immature. No. What's absolutely astonishing to me is that these beautiful, amazing women, Zenob and Nancy, who are just like a force to be reckoned with, they're so beautiful, they're so badasses, and they are staying there that's what terrifies me that's what's like what the fuck how is this happening so i hope you watch the show and you actually may be like oh wow i'm like zena like oh shit because you know what as i watched it i remembered how i was like that before i met will so you know we're talking about 16 17 years ago and i was in relationships like that so many years i was like that F feeling like shit about me so i need you you know you may you may very well be in a relationship right now or you may be dating the second that a guy makes you feel like the way that cole was and what's his face bartice is bye bye time i hope that you can trust in the universe okay that you deserve more there is a person out there that's going to absolutely love you for exactly who you are and not settle for this freaking bullshit. Okay. <laughs> so I hope you tune into Love is Blind. It's so good. It's so good. It's season three that I'm talking about. So if you haven't seen any of them, see them all. <laughs> Binge it. It's so fun. And I feel like you'll get a lot from it. I really do. Now, that being said, do I want you to go and get married to the guy that immediately like that in within a month which that's what they do no we're gonna talk about that later about marriage and all that stuff but we're talking about the emotional connection and knowing if they're your person remember i knew i i knew will was my person off the first date and, and that is how important that first date is and that's what's happening on love is blind so if you guys are feeling a little bit like this is bullshit this is crazy it can never happen I really insist it can happen. I am going to help you, by the way, um, for all of you who are going on your first dates, left and right, and then you keep giving them second dates and third dates. Okay, I need to, I need you to stop wasting time. Click below and you can get your free 
first date ultimate checklist. It's glorious. You're going to love it. It's so simple. One sheet checklist that will give you guidance on, okay, what, how should you approach the date? What should you have in your head? What should you like? When do you give that guy a second date? And when do you say bye-bye? Okay, so that's really, really an awesome gift that I'm giving you. And I hope you take advantage because I don't want you to waste any more freaking time. Okay, so check out Love is Blind. I am so happy that you came to listen today. And remember, it has to be crazy love or nothing. podcast is resonating with you and inspiring you in some way, it would mean the world to me if you can take a minute to leave a five-star review. By sharing and spreading the word, you will inspire someone out there to stop tolerating bullshit. Your voice matters. Your story matters. Your review matters. Together, we can change the world by helping women say, bye-bye to all the wrong guys and know they don't ever have to settle because they will finally realize it has to be crazy love or nothing.